So welcome to News Scholars in the Harvard Macy Institute Programs for Educators in the Health Professions. I'm Victoria Brazel and I'm the host of the Harvard Macy Institute podcast series and today we've got a short episode designed to orientate you to the expectations, opportunities and excitement that is the upcoming program. So I'll be joined on this podcast by three people. We're going to hear from Uh, Professor Liz Armstrong, who is the director of the Harvard Macy Institute and who has led the program uh, over the last 27 years. And she's going to tell us about the big goals that she has and the high expectations, but also a little bit about the flavor of the diverse and interprofessional community of practice that you're going to be entering into. Then we're going to hear from Holly Gooding, Uh, who is a paediatrician from Atlanta, Georgia. She's a co-director of the program and has been doing so for a number of years. And she's going to tell us a little bit about how important it is to try and ring fence your time to get the most out of this program, some detail about the small group sessions and how we can best uh, engage with those, and a little bit about how to prepare in terms of the readings and the opportunities there. And then we're going to hear from uh, Todd Fowler, who is the program manager for the Harvard Macy Institute, who will take us through some of the uh, logistics and practicalities, how to navigate the website and uh, how to communicate with the program leadership so that you can make sure that your focus is on your learning and engagement and that everything else is smooth and easy to do. Okay, then, Liz Armstrong, maybe you could get this conversation started for us. Tell us a little bit about the background to the Harvard Macy Institute, and, and you're welcome to the New Scholars. Okay, first, welcome to our New Scholars. We are delighted that you will be joining us in October in our program for educators in the health professions. Uh, I'm Liz Armstrong, and I would like to give you a little background for the Institute. Uh, it was founded and launched in 1994 with a small grant from the Josiah Macy Foundation in New York, and therefore it is named after both the institution at which this course is held and the foundation that helped us launch it. At the time of launching, it was only two courses, this course that you are about to enter and the course for leading innovations in healthcare education and delivery. Since 1994, however, we have added several additional courses thanks to the hard work of our alumni worldwide and our hardworking faculty. We have really big goals for you, uh, for our team, and I look forward to having you join our mission uh, to create and sustain a global incubator of uh, innovations for education in healthcare worldwide. Uh, We're very proud that from the outset of our courses, way back when, uh, we declared that we would be interprofessional, and we mean that. We are welcoming of nurses, pharmacists, uh, physicians, uh, all healthcare professionals are welcome in our community. We are international, and we have representatives in this course from many, many countries. So Welcome to Harvard Macy, even if it's virtual, you would always be welcome in Boston as well, which we hope will happen in April. Uh, Bringing your institutional project to our course is a big goal for us and having you refine that project. That uh, project-based education is something that's a very important part of all of our programs to advance both your personal learning and that of your organization. So as a result of your project work, we're hoping and 
hoping to ensure that both you learn a great deal using your project as a vehicle for all of the information you will be gathering, and also that your organization, once you return home with your project, will benefit from your having been with us. So Liz, it sounds like uh, this is more than a course, and it sounds like for you, it's uh, more than running a program. Uh, You've made that very black and white, but I think there's a more personal story there too. Uh, What keeps you motivated on this big point about the big goals? (laughs) I would say that my history in education probably keeps uh, started me along this pathway. And that was that as I worked in medical schools, and I've been at Harvard since 1984, it became quite apparent to me that educators in most healthcare organizations are really what I called solo warriors. They worked hard, they went into their classrooms, they went into their clinics, they taught in the best possible way, but they really didn't have a community, a group of people with whom they could interact and build new ideas and share their inspirations and motivation. And so when I founded Harvard Macy, my big, big goal was to create a community for all of you who are educators in the healthcare professions so that you would have a place and a group of people with whom you could have these very important conversations and uh, interactions so that you'd both be reinforced, uh, re-energized, and, uh, and hopefully change the world. <laughs> yeah, all right. So I think I've heard their big goals. It is ambitious. It's applied. People are bringing their project. But that part of this, and it's not a hidden curriculum at all, it's very overt. This is about building community, building connections, and recognising that we can achieve a lot more together than we do uh, as individuals uh, in health professions education. Absolutely. Uh, And I think over the years now, uh, this is 27 years, I guess, uh, more, uh, we have certainly proven that these networks that you will form, these relationships that you will form, have produced really wonderful results. Thank you, Liz. And I think that sets us up nicely for understanding not just the history, but also the philosophy of the Harvard Macy Institute, which is central to the formats that then we enjoy at the program. For our new scholars, I think it would be easy to underestimate the powerful and global impact of Liz Armstrong uh, on scholars, on faculty, and much more broadly in uh, health professions education around the world. So thank you, Liz. We might turn our attention now to some of the practicalities of the program, how the groups operate, what they're designed to do, what's expected of scholars uh, and faculty, and how we can best prepare to get the most out of our time together. So uh, thank you, Holly. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So let me also welcome everybody. It is my total pleasure and joy to co-direct this course with Liz Armstrong and with Todd Fowler, who you'll hear about and hear from in a moment. Uh, I just can't wait to see all of you in October and we will be seeing each other. Uh, We will be using the Zoom technology that I know so many of you are familiar with, Uh, but we ask that you keep your cameras on as much as you are possible, uh, possibly able to, um, as your bandwidth and your surroundings allow so that we can really see each other and make those connections and build that community that Liz spoke so much about. It's truly an immersive course. Um, If you know anybody at your institution who has done it, they will often say something like, it's like nothing you've ever experienced before. I know that's hard to imagine until you get here uh, with us, but it is truly 
immersive. And to that end, we ask that you prepare by clearing your calendar, um, planning to be with us for the full course all day, every day. Um, We recognize that that's a real challenge now in these pandemic times, but if you're able to do that, it will really maximize your engagement in the community. And a special thanks to those of you who are not in the same time zone as Boston, who will be doing this uh, for many different hours of your day uh, and evening. We give special thanks to all of you. And I think that's important, Holly, because, uh, you know, this responsibility is to the others in our groups. It's not just about our own personal learning as well, isn't it? We're really contributing uh, in this program. And I feel like I think everyone's got a bit better at maybe doing that separation between the work, but I agree it's still a, it's still a challenge. Uh, all right, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about the actual group Happy to. Yes. So we have large groups where you will be still doing a lot of interactivity uh, with the speaker and, of course, using chat and other interactive technologies. But then we have three small groups that meet frequently throughout the course that I wanted to take a time to tell you a little bit about. The first is your project group, where you'll be with about five scholars and faculty, a couple of faculty, uh, who will be helping you to take that project that you put forth in your application um, from an idea to implementation. And we use a special technique called step-back consultation, where the members of your group will really take that project on as their own um, and help you to shape it and form it. And of course, what's beautiful about that is it's allowing everybody to apply the learning from those large group sessions to the application of these very diverse and unique projects. So that's project group. I was just going to jump in here and say I found that experience quite revolutionary when I did this for the first time, this idea of stepping back and having someone else talk about your project. It also takes a lot of work from the other group members, doesn't it? So, again, that just reinforces your point, I think, about this is really takes some focus and some generosity about working in a group. I'll talk a little bit about preparation, but one of the things you can do to prepare for that group is to read everybody else's project that's in your group. So you can be prepared to serve in that role of consultant. You'll find those on our course website and also to update your project because we recognize sometimes people's projects change from the time they apply to the time that they join us. Um, So please take a chance to update yours and read everyone else's. So our second group type are our journal clubs. Um, And I know many of you have participated in journal clubs uh, throughout your careers. These are a bit different in that the articles are sometimes more theoretical than you may have experienced in traditional scientific journal clubs. And they're really a chance to delve into some of the big themes of the day. Our course is organized around five themes, and each theme has its own day. So you'll start each day in that journal club, which will be about eight to 10 scholars, and again, a couple of our wonderful faculty, where you'll just really get a chance to wrestle with uh, the course themes of the day. You then will end every day back with those same people in what we call our putting it all together group. And that's your chance to come back to what is really almost your homeroom of the course and to ask additional questions, clarifying questions, share what you learned with each other and with your faculty, and really just share your observations about both the teaching that you observed throughout the day, as well as the content that you learned throughout the day. I like the uh, homeroom reference there. This really is a chance that's probably relatively unstructured for groups to make sense of what they've been doing and bring their individual uh, skill sets and perspectives on that. So uh, a very enjoyable group, actually. Yes. And I think one of the things we found uh, with this move to virtual learning is those groups have become 
quite close. Uh, and I can say my own group from last year still meets um, about once a month or every other month uh, just to check in with each other and, and how the learning and projects are continuing to go. So they really are very special because they are the bookends of every day. And then our final group is what's called our micro teaching group. This group only meets once in the first part and again, once in the second part. And this is the one I think people often have the most apprehension about because here you are joining this esteemed community of fellow educators and we're asking you to bring a sample of your teaching. And I want to be very clear that it is not for you to perform or to be evaluated by your peers, but it is a chance for you to try out, experiment. We love it when people bring a challenge. They bring a new type of teaching, something they haven't yet perfected. So this is not the chance to bring the lecture you've given 500 times that you know you have down pat uh, to impress your group. This is the chance to bring something you're really struggling with or a new idea. And again, seek that uh, peer consultation. And we have a video platform where you will upload those teaching segments in advance and you'll hear more about course logistics um, as we get closer. Yeah, and this is such an interesting session because we, at a meta level, talk about methods of giving feedback and feedback on feedback. Uh, so I think it's a highly engaging session. All right, well, I suppose that uh, then naturally lends itself to think about how do we best prepare for uh, the program. Yes, well, I will just say a very few words about this, which is that we will have some pre-assignments, one for each of our five course themes. Um, some are quite small, others are a bit more involved. And you'll be hearing about each of those in the coming weeks as we get closer from the course uh, to the course. Uh, and then finally, we encourage you to do as many of the readings for the large group sessions and journal clubs in advance as you can. We find that we pack the days so tight um, that it does not leave a lot of time for additional reading. And so the more you can read ahead, especially we have a couple of unique opportunities to do what's called case method learning, um, where you will go in depth into the analysis of a case um, from the Harvard Business School. And if you can read those in advance, you will get much more out of those sessions. Yeah, absolutely. So just to sort of recap on that, Holly, people have a project group, people will have their journal club and putting it all together group, and then we'll have their micro teaching sessions. And then all of that will be intermeshed with these large group sessions as well. So it sounds like Plenty of attention to detail. Spend some time getting your head around it. Is that the message? That is the message. And I believe next we're going to hear from the man who runs all those details. Indeed. And thank you very much, Holly Gooding, for that uh, succinct outline of those group sessions. But now, yes, I will turn over to Todd Fowler, the program manager for the Harvard Macy Institute, who does a fantastic job of these logistics. And I think really important, Todd, to uh, let us know how scholars can best prepare themselves and interact with the course. Thanks, Vic, uh, and a welcome from me as well. I'm looking forward to meeting everyone in, in person um, to, to doing our Zoom sessions, and then hopefully uh, if everything works out for April to, to be live. Um, most important thing, I think, is always checking your email. Um, the email that you just received that you're watching this uh, podcast from uh, was your first step, and that had um, certain tasks. One was to watch this or listen to this, I should say. Um, another one is to confirm your attendance with me. Another is to uh, start your payment process. And then we this year would like to send everyone a little something from the Institute and we're asking for everyone's current mailing address. 
And then the next email you'll be getting from me will come around August 23rd. And those will have the assignments that Holly is referencing. Um, I think I would just, you know, piggyback a little bit with Holly was saying, uh, one thing that we try to have you not do is to multitask during this course. Um, having your attention on all the sessions is, is very important, especially when we're doing sub breakouts during a large group. Um, I think something that's really special about taking a Harvard Macy course is that sense of family that Liz has created for us. You know, she's created this safe environment. There's no judgments here. Um, you know, we don't use titles. Everything here is a first name basis. And we're here to help you as much as we can. So anytime you have a question, don't hesitate to, to try to contact us because that's what we're here for. Uh, thanks, Todd. And would you like to say just a couple of words about the website and how scholars can best navigate that and uh, find themselves at the right place at the right time? All right. So you'll find all of your materials that you need for this course through our website. That's really your hub to getting all your information. Uh, the syllabus contains uh, the breakdowns of all your small groups. It's broken down by day. It will contain your Zoom links. Uh, we use what's called the face page, and that's an explanation of what the session is about. So all your session face pages and materials are there. Um, and then during the course, uh, what I try to do on a daily basis is upload all the slide decks that you've seen from the presenters that day, as well as edit the videos that we're recording. One of the beauties of, of having this virtual environment is that we can now save these sessions you know, for as, as long as you need to view them. And those will be uploaded to the website as well. Mm, that's fantastic. And I think you've given us a sense of both the practicality and the ethos, because I think that's one of the things that certainly for me keeps me coming back and, and working with the Harvard Macy uh, group and community. All right. Well, Liz, I think we're going to wrap up here. We want to keep this focused and practical. Uh, any final words from you other than uh, I'm with you, just welcoming the scholars to what I hope is going to be a really exciting program? No, as I'm just listening to this, uh, these conversations as, as these last few minutes have gone by, I just want to thank the team. Uh, you have now met uh, some of the really important people in the Harvard Macy team. Vic, who is in Queensland, Australia right now. Holly, who is in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Todd, who's sitting close to the ocean in Massachusetts, and I'm in New Hampshire. So we represent a team uh, from all over the world, as you will when you come together with us in, uh, in October, and I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm.